This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Welcome to the You Choose Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Please take a moment, pause this podcast right now, and share it with someone you think would find this podcast interesting. We would really appreciate it. Please go to youchoosepodcast.com. That's the letter U, choosepodcast.com, and find the different ways that you can connect with us and how you can be part of the live event. And without further ado, let's get into the adventure you choose. We're at now now, Eddie. Woo! We're live live? <laughs> We're live live. Go back to then. I can't. <laughs> oh man, such a good movie. Can we go back to can we go back to the time before that? No, we're living. Uh, no, we're, we're skipping. You know, that was Spaceballs, right? Spaceballs, yes, yes. Go back to then. Yes. We can't. We just passed it. When? Just now. When will then be Love now? It. Soon. Soon. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Such a good movie. If you haven't seen it. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. It's like, what's the combination? One. Yeah. Uh, yes. One, two, two, three, three, four. Boy. Five. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. That's like a combination an idiot has on his luggage. <laughs> He's like, remind me to change the change. combination on my luggage. Yeah, yeah, the president's group. Oh man. This isn't the, so the Spaceballs podcast, but they should be. This is not Spaceballs. <laughs> this is not the balls cast. <laughs> this is the You Choose podcast. Ooh. And if you're exactly. new, we go through the old Choose Your Own Adventure books or in this case, choose your own adventure adjacent books and have some fun going through them, reliving memories. Hey, Gerald Glaza is in the chat. Spaceballs. Yep. Knew what we were talking Spaceballs. about. Spaceballs. Uh, watch out. Surrounded uh, by a bunch of a-holes. <laughs> yeah. This is a family show. I can't say. Yeah. Yeah, we can't. We got to keep it PG. It's a family show, Gerald. <laughs> yes. But yeah, anyway. We go through the old books, and if you're listening or watching live, you can chime in on the chat. And when we get to a page with a decision, you let us know where you want it to go, and we will go there. So that makes it yeah. all the more fun. But, of course, you can listen later and have just as much fun as well. And scream at your phone or your radio or whatever it is you're listening to us on yes. as we make terrible choices that you wouldn't want us to make. No, because we typically die. In most cases, or even worse, we stab our friends in the back. Man, in our brain, we see a fr our friend's back, and then it just has text over it, and it's like something to stab. Yeah, something, yeah. something. Ooh, look at that. We don't I see. Can store my knives in my. That's friend's yes. back. <laughs> a knife, a storage facility for all my knives. Is that one? That <laughs> That's one? all we think about. That one. So, um, but yeah, uh, skip over that frustration if you're listening to us after the fact. Join us every other Thursday night. Tonight is June 2nd. Am I right on my dates? Yes, yes. June 2nd, 2022. So, just set your uh, you choose watches for yes. two weeks from now, and you can hop on and join the fun exactly. and uh, help us help you choose your own adventure. Yeah, Gerald, we we found oh we found this book by a listener suggested this one. Bossman twenty seven is his name on Podbean, and I didn't know this existed either. So it's crazy, and it does go back to the uh, realization that there was a lot of options when it came to like the uh, 
the which way books, if you will. You yeah. know, yeah, there was choose your own adventure was the OG. If oh yeah, yeah, it oh. was. There was a lot of IPs. I know we've discussed it in the past. We read a Transformers one. There was GI Joe. I'm sure there was Zork. There was Tolkien. Yes. There, I mean, there was lots of copycats out there. Yep. Yep. TSR. And when I say OG, I mean original geek. By the way, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not old guard. Wondering. No. no. So, well, let's dive in. But yeah. Let's dive in. Uh, as a quick reminder, we are start. We always start the next episode, this episode, with the book that we ended with last time because we want to go through it twice. You know, mm-hmm. give a chance to have a different ending. Yeah. And so yeah. on this read through of R.L. Stein's "Give Yourself Goosebumps, Beware the Creepy Creations of Professor Shock," we will choose the first choice. Your humble narrators will choose the first choice, just to prevent us from kind of repeating the story. Yes, get some variety in there, and then when we get to the second decision on this one, we'll uh, then you, the That's listener you. viewer, will get to help us decide and chime in anytime with any fun comments because these are hilarious. This one, even though it's a newer ver- a newer book, it was still out in 1997, so it still has a lot of nostalgia and funny quips and it's got it's got that 90s nostalgia. Yes, yeah, yeah, He's Gerald. Got- there was. Yeah, if you go to archive.org and you can look these up, they have digital copies of these, or you can probably find them on oh, eBay. Yeah. They're not very expensive. Well, I should say the original Choose Your Own Adventures Depends. aren't very expensive because they yeah. printed millions of them. Millions. Just like the classic 80s book they were. They were like, let's make a thing and make 100 million of each one of them. Yes. Because the kids one, are dumb. One billion. <laughs> Yes. Now the funny thing, and I don't want to break Gerald's heart, but this is gonna break Gerald's heart. It's just gonna Okay, Okay, hang on, um, Gerald. Hold on to your heart. Don't get your hopes set too high for the Transformers. (laughs) Choose your own adventure book. Oh yes, yes, yes. Pretend that you're eight. Don't want to you know pretend that you're eight and you're reading Transformers. Yeah, yeah, like the nineties comics. Yes, they man, that ain't the Go on to Covert Nerd Podcast. We're doing a, a series of episodes with Al and Ben. We talk all about 90s comics and the, the yep. bubble that was was the 90s comics. So, but yeah. Isn't that your like, spinoff? You're calling it darker and grittier? Yeah, darker and edgier mm-hmm. series. And edgier. Yeah, edgier, because that's what comics were in the 90s, or edgier. They had to be. <laughs> yes. All right, let's get started here. And I get R.L. Stein. Obviously huge in the 90s with the Goosebump series. Here we go. This is appropriate here. School's out, you yell gleefully, leaning on the handlebars of your bicycle. It's a bicycle, kids, not a bike. Yeah. You gaze at your best friend, Jason, your best friends, Jason and Stacy, whose backs shall soon be stabbed. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What should we do today? Jason and Stacy are twins, so they have t- freaky twin powers. They can feel each other's pain. <laughs> yes. So if you stab one, Both the other have... one feels it. Exactly. Oh, man, I could betray twice the friends in one stab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Both have blonde hair and blue eyes, but that's about the only way they're alike. Let's ride around the park, Jason suggests. Boring, Stacy responds. Let's go someplace new. 
As always, you make the decision. Wow, there we go. Right out of the gate. Oh, yeah. Title drop. Boom. We'll go that way, you say, pointing north out of the park. That's a pretty handy kid knowing his north right out of the gate. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. We're smart. We took a correspondence course in directions. Yes. In north. It's just called finding north. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) That's all you learned. Uh, We'll go that way, you say, pointing north out of the park. You race up the wide boulevard on your bicycle. What's up with bicycle? We can't say bike in this. Park. Yeah, I guess we had more time back then. I guess we, we didn't yeah, have to shorten. Exactly, words. we had more. We had it was before the great ink shortage of nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're like we had, spill out bicycle, man. What are we? Yeah, we can waste it all. Soon you're in a part of town you've never seen before. Is that new enough for you, Stacy? Yeah. Now we're lost. Yeah. How about that, Stacy? <laughs> I heard this was the oldest part of the city. Jason says. Some of the houses go back to pioneer days. Be quiet, Jason. Yeah, stop <laughs> That it. one He's... looks like it goes back to the... Yeah, you're trying too hard. That one looks like it goes back to the dinosaurs, you joke. You point at a high, crumbling brick wall. All you can see of, of the house behind it is a rotting roof. A sign by the front gate says, please come in. Ooh, friendly. You turn to your friends. Let's check it out, you suggest. You turn back to the gate and stop in shock because the sign now says danger. One of those fancy changing signs. Changing signs. Yeah. This is the 90s. You rub your eyes. Did you read the sign correctly? Then you see that it's loose. It turns slowly in the wind back to the side that says, please come in. Let's go in, Stacy says excitedly. Are you nuts? Jason cries. The sign says danger. As usual, you decide. I want to see what's inside, you declare. The rusty gate is open a crack. You push it all the way open and enter. You find yourselves in a weedy yard with a grass with grass as high as your knees. Beyond the lawn stands a huge old three-story house. Paint peels from every wall. The porch sags. Several of the windows are boarded up. It looks haunted, Jason says nervously. Stacy rolls her eyes. There's no such thing, she responds, but I'll bet no one's lived here in a long time. You step onto the sagging porch and peer into the front window. It's so dirty you can't see anything inside. Then a strong, bony hand clamps around your wrist. Just boom. (laughs) Out of nowhere. Zero to bony hand in no time. Yeah, bony hand clamp. Ah! (laughs) Your heart thuds. A fierce-looking old man is holding your wrist. Those fierce-looking old guys. Yeah, fierce guys. Not non-fierce. I only like non-fiercing old men. Right? He's totally bald. Not partially. A bushy white beard hangs down to his chest. His dark eyes squint behind thick glasses. It's about time you got here. I've been waiting all morning. I'm Professor Shock, the old man says. Are you ready to start work? Man, child labor laws in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Loose. Real, real loose. You can hire anybody anytime. Right? What do you mean, you demand, pulling away from him? Professor Shock frowns. Aren't you from Acme Cleanup? Acme. Yeah. All that. Still using Acme. No, Stacy uh, tells him. We were riding around and saw your gate was open. So we broke in because we're, yeah. we're kids from the 80s. Yeah, we, we break and enter all the time. We love committing felonies. We, we, might, we, we might be 90s kids, but we follow the 80s rules of <laughs> trespassing. Yeah. 
Oh, Professor Shock seems disappointed. The people from Acme were supposed to clean my garage, he explains, but they didn't show up. Why don't I hire you kids? It's not hard work, and I'll pay you $50. This is the 90s. Wow. That is. paid 10 cents in the 80s. Yeah, if you're lucky. Right? You glance at it at the twins. That's a lot of money. To give you kids some context, that's approximately a hundred dollars of today's money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like a hundred bucks. Maybe more like 80, 85, yeah, but still. That's true. Yeah. Still. Decent amount. Jason, it's a, it's a lot. Jason nods eagerly. Sure, we'll be glad to help. Wonderful, Professor Shock replies. Right this way. You follow the old man to the backyard, then you see the garage. And you wonder if you've made a big mistake. There's Regret. bodies everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> From cash to regret in about There's two seconds. corpses in this garage. <laughs> Talk about edgier and grittier. Yeah. Uh, the garage is as big as a barn and packed with junk. Moldy old furniture, rotting cardboard boxes, piles of rags, a rusted out car, and that's just in the front part. You want us to clean this out? Stacy asks. It'll be easy, Professor Shock says cheerily, but not so easy that I'm going to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he hands you brooms and trash bags, because that's what I need to clean up this rusty car. Car is a broom <laughs> and a trash bag. <laughs> Good point. Such a boomer move. Yeah. Such a solid boomer move. Be Here like, you Here. Here. Here's some Windex and an air freshener. <laughs> and, a, and a pat on the head. Go ahead. Get There's to work. A, you got a you got a barrel of nuclear waste in the corner, man. When things are gonna touch this thing? <laughs> one thing. Oh, I'll check back later. Oh, one thing he adds. Whatever you do, don't go into the back room. He points to a partially open green door at the back of the garage, tempting you. Yeah. But Stacy cries, too late, he's gone. You and your friends gaze at the incredible mass of junk. Is the money really worth it? No. 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 Just <laughs> um, tell you now. Let, let's get started, you say with a sigh. You find a wheelbarrow and load piles of old newspapers into it. Stacy pushes a broom in the back of the garage. Jason, Jason carries boxes to the front. Oh, no, Stacy suddenly calls. My ring slipped off my finger, and it rolled right into the back room. Hmm. How convenient. Room we were forbidden to go into. Page 33. 33, already hopping around. We already found a wheelbarrow. That's convenient. We're, we're intuitive right, kids. Right, right there. We're finding, we, you know, we, we did go to Wheelbarrow Location Academy uh, oh, okay. online. Yes, yes, yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, with our dial-up modem yeah. in 97. <laughs> exactly. You and Jason hurry to the back of the garage. You glance toward the front. No sign of Professor Shock. Come on, you say. Let's find the ring. But when you step through the green door, you forget all about Stacy's ring. The room is packed with, with electronic gadgets and toys. Every shelf and table holds a cool-looking machine. Lights flash, circuits buzz. A blackboard is covered with mathematical formulas. The walls are plastered with diagrams of machines. I bet Professor Shock is an inventor, Stacy exclaims. This must be his workshop. What do all these things do, Jason wondered. You're studying two huge switches on the back wall. One's red, one's white. From the red switch, a red wire leads to the back of an eight-foot-tall copper robot. 
A white cable from the white switch leads to a high-tech pinball machine. It looks like the coolest game you've ever seen. You already know you're going to pull one of the switches. Yeah. I'm already going to do this. I'm already going to do this. The only question is, which one? Yeah. Um, so if you remember, if you all are curious, the last episode of this, we pulled the red switch. Yes. So on this reading, we're going to be pulling the white switch just yes. so we can say we did something different in the beginning. Yes. So we're so going to go to page 15. This, and the, uh, Lee, you take over on this one? Yeah, I love to reiterate the fact that there wasn't if. There's no if here. We're going to pull one of these switches. I'm going to break the rules. Yeah. We've already committed a felony. Why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Page 15. You decide to try the white switch. You love pinball. Who wants to challenge the pinball wizard? You call and flip the switch. I love how we're already labeling ourselves pinball wizard. I'm the, master, I'm the master of North and I'm a pinball wizard. Like I'm thinking of somebody who's a wizard at pinball. Who is it? Who? Uh, it's, me. I, it's, uh, me. it's me. It's me. It's me. Oh, I just, how did I forget? It's me. <laughs> Nothing happens. The machine doesn't light up. There's no noise, no flashing lights, no ka-ching, nothing. I don't believe it. You grumble, smacking the machine. Hmm. You're about to hit it again when you see movement out of the corner of your eye. The green door uh -oh. is opening. Professor Shock, you can't let him find you here. Back here, Stacy whispers. She pulls you and Jason behind the pinball. You squeeze in between the machine and old dusty mirror lying on the wall. You elbow, your elbow knocks against the mirror. Suddenly, the lights begin to flash and sirens go off. The mirror begins to vibrate. Horrified, you run your hands over the mirror's frame. How can you turn this thing off? But soon you stop worrying about that. You've got bigger problems. A weird invisible force is sucking you into the mirror. Turn to page 63. Wind roars past your ears. It's as if you're caught in a tornado. You can't see your legs anymore. They're inside the mirror. You grab the frame and hang on. Invisible forces rip at your fingers, trying to pry them loose. Stacy, Jason, you scream, help me. But your friends are screaming too. They're being pulled into the mirror with you. You're inside oh. as far as your neck now. Then a wrinkled face appears, framed by the back legs of the pinball machine. It's Professor Shock. He peers at mm. you. Help us, you shout. I can't, he screams. I told you to stay away. There's no way out of this unless you find the blank or line pop. Your hands lose their grip and professor and the professor vanishes. Turn to page 32. Wow. This is taking off now. fast. Yeah. Find the what you shout, but it's too late. The professor is gone. The roaring wind stops. You land sprawling on a slick, hard floor. The twins plop down beside you. What happened? Jason cries. Where are we? You gaze around the room you're in has no doors or windows. The only decorations on the gray walls are two built-in mirrors. We came through the mirror, you say slowly. You're trying to stay calm. That's impossible, Stacy objects. Look around, you order. There's no other way in and no way out, Jason wails. The three of you stare at each other. Impossible as it seems, you're inside the mirror and you're trapped. Turn to page 59. All right. Jason jumps. Help. I want out. Hold on, you call. <laughs> Don't panic. 
There's got to be. Yeah, immediately. There's got to be a way out, Stacy declares. You stare at the mirrors, and an idea is forming in your mind. If we came in through the mirror, maybe that's the way out, too. Maybe we can escape through one of these mirrors. But which one, Jason demands. A study, you study the two mirrors. The one on your right seems ordinary. It reflects you and the twins. The one on your left is a different story. In fact, you wonder if there's a hidden movie projector in the room because the mirror shows a peaceful country meadow full of grazing cows. Which mirror will you try? All right, everybody. Mm. Here you go. Here's your choice. If you choose the one with the country scene, go to page 47. Mm. If you pick the one that reflects you and the twins, go to page 123. So country scene or you and the twins. Which one should we do? All right. Chime in on the, the chat power. chat and let us know. Where did the idea of getting sucked into mirrors come from? Because that's been around a long time. I mean, I think that was one of the things that they said was like a really like a earth shattering invention for the human race. Okay. Was like up until a certain time, you were doing like the Disney, the the Disney move and looking into streams and creeks to, to see yep. your face. Ice. You know? Yep. Or relying on like, you know, your friend to kind of draw you. You're like, I don't know. You got eyes. Yeah. mouth whatever um but yeah i've read uh in uh, the research i've done for some other for, for some paranormal dads podcasts where mirrors for the longest time were looked at as like um magical essentially like you put two mirrors together that's how you like rip open a portal oh that's one of the big okay one of the big like things uh but yeah no i think that's the idea of the mirror being up being a a world of which you can like get into i mean it's probably as, as old as mirrors themselves that's what i'm wondering what i suppose they looked when they first came around i'm not sure when i'm assuming 15 1600s it probably was considered magical yeah oh yeah i don't know hold up a hand mirror and be like what's up or in this case since since it's the 90s holding up like a you know pearl jam cd and being like <laughs> ooh, ooh, look at that ooh. look at that because even in the nintendo's mario 64 that's how you travel between the different worlds was jumping into mirrors that was in mirrors man mid 90s so that concept has been around a long time i think oh yeah so i'll have to uh this is getting a little deep into some stuff but i I work in a world of uh lasers and 3d building of objects and mirrors are kind of an interesting thing that wreaks havoc Ah. on uh, because it actually displays a depth of field in a mirror which that's is crazy why, that's why in your mirror on your car it says objects are larger than they appear exactly or closer than they yeah. appear or whatever it was this mirror says basically you are now in a reverse world so good luck yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's flip a coin here and decide so do we want heads to be country scene and tails to be the twins you and the twins, twins. sounds good to me we're gonna flip here. the you choose podcast coin okay technology so, patent pending there all right heads Let's there we go it's heads, it's heads. Okay. oh so we're going to country go scene country scene you are fascinated by the mirror showing the country scene let's try this one you say if we don't like what we find we can always come back Man, we're pretty cocky with our I mirror. Know. Yeah, <laughs> our mirror, mirror abilities. Skills. 
Uh, the twins agree, trying not to feel silly. You poke your left foot at the at the glass. Hey, it goes right through. The glass feels rubbery. It's like walking through a bowl of jello. Your arms and legs tingle. That's the cancer it's giving you. Yeah, that you feel. yeah that, that's the the jello cancer. <laughs> yeah. And then you're on the other side. You glance around. You're in a flower-dotted field. Jason and Stacy are beside you. Warm sun pours down. Birds are singing in the distance. Crows, oh, cows, munch on grass. But there's something wrong with the whole scene. The grass, it's blue, Jason cries. And the sky is green. Oh, oh, nice. We're in green sky world. We're screwed. Yes. <laughs> He's right. And now that you know what to look for, you notice that the cows are red and yellow, while the flowers are spotted black and white. The colors are reversed. Backward. Oh, okay. Where are we, Stacy cries. Who cares, Jason says. I want to go back. This color <laughs> reversal world is too much. Jason's just, he's Mr. Whiny. Jason has no threshold for stress. No, no. Like, like you know... He's he's eating a cookie and it breaks like it breaks off in his milk and he's like that's it and he like knocks the milk over and uh, I know where our knife's going first. <laughs> <laughs> I named this knife Jason. Jason's back because that's where it's going. Yes. Um. I want to go back. He turns around. Then he gasps. The mirror, he shouts. Where's the mirror? Oh, remember we said we could just go back. I mean, it's no Let's big go deal. No Let's problem. go back, guys. Yeah, come on. Trust me. I'm a mirror oh, trust expert. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. Trust me. Trust me. Jason's right. The mirror has vanished. You can't go back to the little room. We'll be fine, Stacy declares. Professor Shock said all we have to do is get out of here is find something is find something okay ah but he didn't say what we need to find jason retorts we're trapped maybe forever i'll never see a real cow cow color again, again. <laughs> yeah i'll get confused <laughs> start milking a flower <laughs> yeah uh, i don't know i don't know what the cow is or um, the flower is i i love jill's uh, recommendation maybe they are Straight up doing game tea. Yeah. <laughs> I like the mushroom emoji. <laughs> they're, on, they're literally, oh, literally an acid world. Like, uh, <laughs> it's all acid. Um, it's all acid, kids. Um, you are, you sure hope Jason's wrong. You stare around. There must be some clue, something that will tell you what to do next. Then, across the field, you spot a green sign. It looks like a regular road sign, except that there's no road nearby. Maybe that sign will tell us something, you suggest. Stacy immediately races toward the sign. You and Jason take off after her. Tall blue grass tickles your ankles. It feels good to run until you realize that something is wrong. Aw, oh, man, what's going on now? Oh, boy. You've been running for several minutes, but the sign looks farther away then we then we then when we started you blurt out you and your friends stop running and turn to gaze back the way you came you've definitely covered some ground weird stacy pants <laughs> weird that the laws of physics behave Just, differently in this magical mirror world how does this happen maybe it's an optical illusion jason suggests right before you can reply something grunts 
right behind you. Oh, good. Oh, boy. I can feel it. Turn to page 97. Never a fan of something grunting behind me. No, not usually. No, usually a bad sign. 97. Stacy peeks over her shoulder. Don't look now, she whispers. But there's a bull behind us. And he's grouchy. How does she know? Grouchy. Grouchy. How can you tell? Is he wearing his grouchy pants? Yeah, there's a sign that Is says that I'm how grouchy. You can tell? Is he holding up a sign that says I'm grouchy? Of course you spin around at once. Stacy wasn't joking. The red and yellow bull, I can't even, my, my brain can't handle this. It's red and yellow. Is the biggest you've ever seen. I in our bull in our bull estimate Expert. In our yeah, bull our, judging because we're bull I'm, I'm i bull judge on the weekends <laughs> my bull my bull husbandry class has prepared me for this <laughs> yes his gleaming horns must be two feet long they look even bigger because he's only 10 feet away pawing the ground with a very nasty glare in his little red eyes <laughs> run jason screams jason's Jason's solution for everything is just a bolt. Run, <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't, I can't, like, mommy. We could run. We could run, always. Yeah. The three of you pelt across the field, back the way you came. It's after us, Jason reports, <laughs> glancing back. We've got to move faster. You pour on even more speed because we've been holding back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I only have to run faster than you, Jason. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Jason's already dead. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm not. You're gonna, we're gonna trip Jason. <laughs> exactly. You pour on even more speed, but when you risk a look over your shoulder, you see that the ferocious, the furious bull is gaining on you. The faster we run, the closer it gets. Stacy gasps. That doesn't make any sense. You think, or does it? Or does it? I like Turn that. Turn to page sixty-four. This is one of those hop around books. It like is. We, we, we've made two choices so far. Yeah. Yeah. 64. Turn around, you shout. Huh? Jason gasps. Did you happen to notice we're being chased by a raging bull? I think I know how to beat him, you pant. How? Stacy demands. Run toward him, you claim. We're in a mirror world. Things are backward here, like the colors. So maybe this chase is backward. Maybe if we run toward the bull, we'll get away from him. Stacy disagrees. Of course she does. Of course. She's always got That's it. crazy. Let's split up because that never that never hurts anybody in yeah. these stories. Come on, Scooby-Doo. And keep running away. The bull can't chase all three of us. Only one of us. Yeah, <laughs> only one of us. She looks See? at Jason. We're good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, maybe Stacy's plan is better than yours. If only you had a little time to think it over. But you don't. Quick, make a decision now. Oh, boy. Run toward the bull. Turn to page 105. Split up and keep running away. Turn to page 46. Mm. There you go, everybody. New vote. Wow. New uh, new decision to make for everyone. All right. Split up or run toward the bull. I can tell. I think Jason's going to die soon. <laughs> Jason. Sorry, Jason. Our only regret is that we can't stab him in the back before he dies. Oh, yeah, that's true. We maybe we'll the bull gets him, we'll we'll come back later with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, oh, I've been meaning to do this. 
Ah, uh, there we go. Oh, there's a good spot here someplace. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there's a nice spot. Oh, man. Oh, run towards the bull. Getting some votes here. All right. Let's see, we got a couple more. Maybe give it another 30 seconds. Yeah. Run towards the bull or split up. Paul Sweeney. Yay, finally caught. Yay. Yeah. Glad you're here, Paul. Uh, we're at he's a referring decision. to us. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> caught a live one. Yes. So let us know in the chat, Paul, if you didn't catch us. Should we run towards the bull or do we split up? Scooby do it and split up and try to trip Todd or trip uh, Todd trip Jason run. Okay. So run towards the bowl. All right. So we're going to run right. towards the bowl. That's me. One Oh five. I know Let's I'm right. You, oh. oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You're good. Look at, look at this Eddie right out of the bat. I know I'm right. I know I'm right. <laughs> I'm running from a bowl. I know I'm right. You shout. Turn around. You're crazy, Jason Wales. But he does what you say. You spin to face the bull. He's charging straight at you. His horns look as sharp as a shish kebab skewers. Shish kebab skewers. Huh. We're, we're experts with shish kebabs even. Right. What if you're wrong? Too late to think that way. You've made your choice. You sprint toward the bull and the twins run on either side of you yelling. You blink. Is it your imagination or is the bull a bit farther away? Yes, you shout triumphantly. With every step you take, the bull gets smaller. In a minute, it's a speck in the distance. Then it vanishes completely. It works, Stacy cries. I feel sick, Jason groans. You laugh. Let's f- <laughs> you laugh at your, Mock your at friend. Your friend. <laughs> Let's go find that road sign and see if we can go back home again. Turn to page 132. The sign is as far away as ever it was, but now you know how to get to it. All we have to do is walk in the wrong direction, you point out. Cool. Let's go, Stacy says. In a few minutes, you reach the sign, and it says, The palace holds the key. Discover the queen's mirror, and you'll soon be home free. The arrow points ahead to a thick, dark forest. The palace, Stacy exclaims. The queen? Who wrote this, you ask? What does it mean? I think it's for us, Jason announces. I think it means that the way home is through this palace place. Jason may be kind of timid, but he's pretty smart. Sounds good to me. Why do we throw that little line in there? Why do we got to do that? (laughs) Jason has weaknesses, but he has strengths too. Yeah. Hmm, uh, He's not perfect like me. But, you know, who is? I guess I'll hang out with him. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like on our other episode where we just pull out a mirror and look at ourselves like, who's the best? Who's the Mm. best? Mm. (laughs) I love me so much. (laughs) I give myself myself 10 kisses in the morning in the mirror when I brush my teeth. (laughs) I wish I could give myself an allowance. I wish that was possible. (laughs) Sounds good to me, you declare. Let's go. By walking in in the opposite direction, you and the twins are soon in the forest. It's a gloomy place. The trees are so thick and hardly any light can get through. Long, slimy, purple-leafed vines choke the path. Are You hear things moving in the bushes. a A loud, deep sound booms somewhere ahead. It's a cross between a howl and a growl. Turn to page Ooh. 117. A growly howl. A growly howl. What's that noise, Jason cries? I don't know, you whisper. a The sound is louder now, closer. 
Even Stacy is scared. Maybe we should go back, she says. You stop and glance back. The thick vines have grown over the place you walked. The path is gone. You try to break the vines apart, but they grow back instantly. You gulp. We'll have to keep going, you assert. Aroo! This time, the howl is so loud that it shakes the ground. Your eyes dart around fearfully. You can't see anything through the thick vines. What's out there? Come on, Jason cries. He takes off running. Your heart your heart thudding, you tear after him. Whoops, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Let's see, what was what page was that? Stacy's right behind you. That's the last one. And turn to page ninety five. Ninety five, okay. Ahead of you, Jason stops so fast that you plow right into him. Then Stacy plows into you. The three of you sprawl on the ground in a pile. When you untangle yourselves, you see what made Jason stop. There's a fork in the path. On the right, the branch, a sign says Palace of Mirrors. A sign on the left says Lorio. The palace, Stacy cries, let's go. You start to follow her, but then you remember something. Wait, you call. Lots of things in this world are backwards. What if the signs are backwards too? I see what you mean, Jason exclaims. The path to the palace might really be the path to Lario. What's a Lario anyway? asked Stacy. Jason shudders. I hope we don't find out. Aroo! Hurry, Stacy urges. Pick one of the paths. It's up to you. If you think the path labeled Palace of Mirrors will lead to the palace, turn to page 109. But if you think the palace if you think the path labeled Lario will take you to the palace, go to page 102. So is it Lario or Palace? So let us know in the chat. What I like here is uh, Mr. Paul Sweeney uh, invokes our, our new, one of our newer rules, always trip Todd. Always trip Todd, yes. And uh, don't be a Todd. Little backstory. What I think it was Dinosaur Island had Todd that, that yes. we just didn't like. So it's in youchoose.com, youchoosepodcast.com, old episode. There it is, Dinosaur Island, a.k.a. Jurassic Park knockoff. A.k.a. Let, let leave Todd for dead. Yeah, leave Todd for dead. <laughs> <Leave> Todd. <laughs> but there's lots of Todd-like characters in these stories. We always have a guy we just leave for dead, crap on. We just, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Oh, Paul says Lario. So we're going, we got one vote for Lario. Let's give it a, give it a second here. more seconds. Another one for Lario. Oh, okay. two for Lario. Reminds me of a song. Two for Lario by Lee Searcy. Sings the hits. (laughs) Sings the hits on side two of our Purple Vines album. uh, He sings the hits of Barry Manilow, but he sings them backwards. Oh, yeah, there you go. All right, 102. That's you, Eddie. All right, 102. Bear with me, everybody. You choose the path that says Loreo. In this backward world, you're sure you'll find the palace that way. Aroo! As you hurry along the left-hand path, a hideous sound grows fainter. The hideous sound. You relax. Yeah. Soon you'll reach the palace. Then somehow you'll find the way home. The problem is you aren't getting anywhere. After walking for at least an hour, you're still in the woods. You peer ahead. All you can see is... More woods. More woods. <laughs> I'm tired, Jason complains. 
You're about to be dead, Jason. Yeah, come on, <laughs> Jason. You... If we get hungry um, enough, we're going to eat you first, Jason. Exactly. You're first on our list. Yeah. We got that cannibal list. You're number one, dude. <laughs> How's that make you feel? Yeah. I might not even like wait to starve. I might just be a little bit a little hungry, a yeah. little snacky. Why am I standing in a pot of hot water? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you guys cutting up onions in my bathtub? Yeah. I'm oh Stacy because they're twins. I'm thirsty, says uh, Stacy. Adds, you say nice to meet you, thirsty. Oh. <laughs> you push through a tangle of leaves and then you stop. Oh no, Jason groans. You and your bright, <laughs> you and your bright ideas, Stacy snaps at you as you silently ponder why you're even friends with these people. Oh yes, exactly. What's the matter? Turn to page one fifteen. Here we go. All right, one fifteen. You've emerged from the forest into a meadow. In the center stands a big yellow striped tent. A sign over the tent doorway says, "says See the amazing Lorio." Hmm. The sign on the path wasn't backward after all. The palace must be the other way. So in oh. this mirror world, some things are mirrored and some things aren't. aren't. Oh, man. Go figure. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, let's start walking back, Jason says grumpily. Wait, Stacy exclaims. I want to see the Loreo. <laughs> oh, man. You're curious yourself. Me too, you tell them. You tell Jason. You step up to the doorway of the tent. A thin man in a tall black hat holds up his hand to stop you. Tickets? He demands. Where do we buy them, you ask? Buy them, the man repeats. He laughs. What an idea. You don't buy them. I give them to you. Oh. So you're asking me to give you a thing that you're supposed to give to me? Yeah. <laughs> it's backwards. <laughs> it's backwards, Bill, and I've had enough of this. Um, you should have guessed. It's backward. The man hands each of you a ticket. Have a seat inside, he says. The Loreo will appear shortly. You step through the doorway. The inside of the tent is lined with mirrors, and one of them looks exactly like the mirror you came through to enter this backward world. Oh. You rush up to it. Maybe your problems are over. Turn to page 66. Six. You gaze into the mirror, looking at the most beautiful person you've ever seen in the world. <laughs> there I am again. <laughs> there I am. There's me. Mwah. Hoping to see the world you came from, the real world. Instead, you see nothing. There is no reflection inside this mirror. I'm a vampire now. Oh, no. That's what I was just thinking. I'm a vampire. Behind the glass, there's just nothing. Creepy, Stacy mutters. What kind of mirror is this? A backward mirror, you answer with a sigh. But maybe we can step through it. Maybe it will take us back home. I doubt it, Jason says glumly. Oh, man. We're, we still haven't found whatever Professor Shock told us to find, but let's try it. I don't want to go yet. I want to see the Laredo, <laughs> Stacy objects. Come on, let's sit down. No, let's go, Jason whines. You f- you're feeling cranky yourself. Should you just give up on the Loreo and try the mirror? Or would you rather wait for the Loreo after all? Which will it be? Step through the mirror on page 28 or wait for the Loreo on page 125. 
All right. Can we wait for Loreo or just rush through that mirror? Just jump I... in. <laughs> jump into that mirror. Bill sums it up right there. Dear Lord. Uh, you know, yes. What's going on? What is this? This is just insane. But uh, I like how we, what? how Jason just is whining and complaining and Stacy just won't let go of the Loreo. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I went to see this thing more than anything, and I only found out about it 10 seconds ago. Yeah, yeah, go figure. It's like, what? Oh, we vote might for, die here. Go through the mirror. We have one vote. Yeah. Get home. Just get home. Get out of here. Why are we messing around here? I don't want to see this. Come on. You want to play these games, Stacy? Come on, Stacy. We almost died by a bull that looks like it was a uh, yeah, red and yellow bull. By- Colorblind Eddie and Jesse. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we'll give it just a few seconds more. Otherwise, we're going to we'll go through that seconds. mirror. Even though we might be a vampire. Not sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go through the mirror. All right. Going through, going through that mirror. Page 28. Page 28. The twins are arguing loudly. It's giving you a headache. All you want to do is go home. I'm going to try the mirror, you call over their voices. Briskly, you thrust your foot through the glass. Crack, crash, smash, tinkle. The mirror shatters. Whoops. Well, at least you stopped the twins squabbling. Nice move, Stacy laughs. It's bad luck to it's bad luck to break a mirror. I think being whisked off to another world, I think we're we're way past that at this point. (laughs) I think we're way past that. Tiny bits of glass rain all around you. The land They land on your clothes, your hair. You try to brush them away, but they seem to be stuck all over you. Help, Jason cries. I'm covered with glass. Pieces of mirror swirl around the three of you. The ones that land on the floor jump up and clump together. Hey, Stacy oh. shrieks, pointing. Two pieces of glass just turned into one. In shock, you realize that the bits of the mirror are rejoining themselves around you and the twins, trapping you inside. Then you notice something else, something worse. Turn to page 78. As the last bits of mirror seal themselves around you, three kids appear in the tent, right where you were a moment ago. The three new kids gaze into the mirror. One looks just like Stacy. Another is identical to Jason. The third looks exactly like you. The one that looks like you raises its arm. Your own arm rises at the same moment. You can't seem to stop it. The kid that looks like Stacy jumps up and down beside you. The real Stacy jumps too. The kid that looks like Jason claps his hands. You hear Jason clapping at the same time. Oh no. Thanks, the kid. Thanks, the kid that looks like you shouts. You feel your own mouth form the words thanks. We hated being in the mirror. The one that looks like Stacy says, now it's your turn for a while. Like, for the rest of your lives? The Jason clone adds with a nasty laugh. You've traded places with your own reflections. Jason was right. You think it's bad luck to break a mirror? Oh, well, that's the breaks. The end. Wow. My God. <laughs> we got trapped by our own jerk mirror selves? Yes. So it's like the mirror world in Star Trek. 
Now we are the reflection. Except they all had goatees. Yeah, yeah, all goatees. All, now. all the kids have goatees. Oh man, that'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, oh man. man, fun ending. So 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 we are prison. This is the second ending in this book that we are we are like imprisoned in something. Yeah, last time we were imprisoned in the pinball machine. This time we got yeah. imprisoned in a mirror. But it is a horror based uh, book, so. I can understand that, that is true. Yeah, that is yeah. true. We didn't die. We're just trapped forever in a pinball machine or in a mirror. We're just in a never ending hellscape of being a yeah. reflection. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. kind of a fun concept. Hey. though. Yay. We didn't die, I guess. We didn't die, but we're trapped forever in a mirror. But and our evil twins go back to our world, I guess. I don't know. Right. All right. Now, we're clocking in on here in about an hour, sir. What do you think? Should we just try to start this one here? Yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead and start the the balloon one. It's it's a pretty fast-moving one, so I kind of chose that one on purpose. This is By, by balloon. balloon to the Sahara by Determined, which is Douglas. I love this cover. Oh, yeah. This is Paul Granger, who did a lot of yep. the early books. So it's his yep. classical style of, of drawing. So it's a right. excellent this is number book. three in the yeah. series. So, so this is very early. This is 1979. Yeah, it's only the third book in the series, and it yep. got six printings of this. So wow! All right, I remember seeing this one quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Since this is only the third one, it was a lot of them. All right, so I'll go ahead and get started on this one. You're visiting France with your two best friends. So see, we're already starting out with two friends right out of the gate. Yes. Oh, yep. yeah, Paul, you you survived your first live event so far. So far. Well, out of the woods yet, Paul. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> don't, yeah. get, don't get caught again. Yeah, yeah. So two best friends, Peter and Sarah, for a lark, Eddie, a lark. Oh, a lark. <laughs> you all rent a balloon. It. So uh, I always get into a lark, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm These kids today. that are all nine years old are like, "What's what should we do? We should we should rent a hot air balloon, guys." Yeah, why not? <laughs> We're nine. Me and my cardigan. <laughs> yes. Peter packs a picnic basket, and Sarah buys a large jug of fresh milk. Harry, your dog, begs to come along, and you let him scramble in. At last, you lift off and start your adventure. To the north, you can see the white-capped Alps, and to the south. The blue waters of the Mediterranean Sea. As you drift over villages, people look up and wave at you. Suddenly, you notice the storm clouds. You notice storm clouds approaching from the north. If you act now, right you can re yeah, right out of the gate. If you act now, you can release gas from the balloon and land before the storm overtakes Ooh. you. If this is your choice, turn to page two. Perhaps the storm will pass quickly. Maybe you can ride it out. If this is what you decide, turn to page three. So do we wait it out or do we land this thing? Because we're nine. Do we you know do we pull do do we pull an Ario Speedwagon and ride the storm out? Or do we do what my dad did when I was a kid in front of my friends and release some gas? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, classic dad joke. Man, oh, I love this. The, thank you. Thank you. I Thank love you. this. We're nine. Or your parent? I mean, Eddie, when you were nine, was your parents like, "Yeah, go rent a hot air balloon with your friends"? That that sounds like a good idea. You know, here's the thing, and we talked about this quite a bit. There's different parenting styles, and and we, the generation that we are, really, we're probably the last 
generation of kids, at least now, to be raised, what I will call uh, in a fairly like nonchalant way by yeah. our parents. Yeah. yeah. They were like, be home by dark. Yes. Other that, than yep. that, I don't care. Yes. Yep. So they were like, as long you... as it wasn't dark. That was it. Yep. We could have rented a hot air balloon. They'd be like, oh, look, who's up in the sky? Oh, that's Lee and Eddie, and they're yeah. nine and twelve years old. And Why they wouldn't have thought. Really... And they wouldn't have thought anything of less. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Huh. Oh. They must have released some gas. Oh, I hope they have a good time. We have, <laughs> we have one for ride the storm out, and one for land. Uh oh. All right. So we have a split choice. We have a split. So we may have to flip here. Let me grab the coin just in case. I'll give it a few more seconds. The but patented. You choose podcast coin flip. You've heard about it, audio. Paul is seeing it real time. Yes. So go. what do we heads, want to do? Heads, I say, well, because we're releasing gas, it has to be tails. <laughs> <laughs> tails Another release gas. Classic. Oh, the dad heads. jokes are strong. <laughs> Ride the storm out. <laughs> okay. All right. Heads it is. Ooh. Oh. We are riding the storm We're out. We're going to ride out the storm on page Riding three. Riding the storm out. Reading all these books out. All right. Choose your own adventure with Lee and Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. What's, all right. What's my book? What? Three. If you write it out, page three. Love of the starts. Lightning flashes, and the four of you are treated to a frightening and spectacular display of nature's fury. That's one of the best lines ever. <laughs> that I want is. that tattooed on my. <laughs> oh man! Put it on my obituary. <laughs> treated to a frightening and spectacular display of nature's fury. That's I am awesome. putting that tonight on my social media. <laughs> As the night passes, the storm breaks and the moon appears from behind clouds. The night wind is warm and far below you see the silvered waters of the Mediterranean. Dawn comes with streaks of red and gold. And to the south, you see a hazy line of yellow, the coast of North Africa and the Sahara Desert beyond. We really got kind of far out there with our hot air balloon. Yeah, we, we moved fast. I can see my house from here. Yeah, that's great. I can see African Sahara from here. Yeah. We're screwed. Oh, no. Um, should you try to land the balloon near the shore where fishermen could help you, or should you drift further south toward the desert? There will be cities of white with, with minarets, cool oases with date palms, and Arabs in flowing white robes. You take a vote. I feel like this was a little culturally insensitive. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But it's 1979. Decide, exactly. If you all decide to land near the shore, release the balloon's gas. We're back to that one again. Um, <laughs> release more gas. Page six. If the lure of the Sahara is too strong to stop your flight, put on some suntan lotion and drift south <laughs> toward page eight. I love this. Oh, wow. I love Oh, Paul. Oh, yeah. Paul's daughter is listening right now. So, Paul and Kira. Hello, so, Kira. They say land. Say shore. So, we're going to the shore, possibly. We'll that's, give it a little more time. So that's two votes. He's, I see what Paul's doing there. That's two votes. Paul's like, listen, it might just oh. be me, but I got my kid. <laughs> okay. I see what he's saying. Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll count he's that as two votes. Gaming the system here. Yeah. Yeah. Paul's uh, collaborating. 
put these votes together. So he says, sure. So that means page eight. Page We're not releasing any, or are we going to release some gas? No, release. <laughs> you got to release the gas. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. Yes. Six, I Sorry. Sorry. All right. Page six. Looking up to up and down the shoreline, you realize that you've landed on a very remote section of North Africa. Nothing except sand and low, scrubby hills can be seen in either direction, but it certainly feels good to be back on solid ground again. Eagerly, what you kind all of hills start. Were they? they were solid hill. Oh, let's see, scrubby hills. Oh. There we go. <laughs> scrubby. My favorite kind. My scrubby. favorite kind of hills. I only like scrubby hills. Right. My apologies. I just wanted yeah, to ask. That's right. Eagerly, you all start to explore your surroundings. Harry finds an interesting bush, but it is Peter who spies the entrance to a cave, which overlooks the beach. Just as you start to climb toward the cave, a dozen horsemen in white robes thunder over the top of the sand dune and ride toward you, shouting and waving swords. If you decide to accept... (laughs) This is funny. Look at this. If you decide to accept capture, raise your hands and surrender... Put on a good smile and hope for the best. Never, <laughs> never heard anybody. 12. Oh, man, I love that. But if you think the horsemen are dangerous, hide in the cave that Peter has discovered on page 19 and watch your head as you crawl through the narrow entrance to the mysterious cave. Oh, this Ooh. is hilarious. Ugh. So do we, do we put on our best smile and reach for the sky or do we go hide in the cave? Oh, I said, said Kira's name right. Yeah, I've... yeah, we did. Yeah, hey, yeah. no worries. Okay, you're welcome. You read enough of these books, you hopefully get better at uh... yeah. name pronouncement. <laughs> names. We passed we with flying colors in name pronouncement correspondence school. Yeah, yeah, no, we we yeah. now teach a course. Yeah, we teach in, it. Uh, pronouncing uh, um non non typical names. Yes. All right. No doubt. Todd it so, out. That's what we say. Everybody's Todd. Todd, you're Todd. You're Todd. Uh-oh. We're split. Paul says oh, cave. split there. Kira says let's surrender. See another, let's see if we get a third vote coming in around the corner. Yep. Otherwise, we'll, I'll we'll fire up the coin here. Choose. And see if we can get a... Scales. It's so. weird that it's a penny. Can you choose the type of coin it is? Uh, Yes. So we can choose... Let's choose the Sacagawea dollar. Ooh. So we can choose. We got I want to find one where we get to actually like put like your uh, put our logo. I've tried. So if anybody knows in the chat, if there's a way to find a digital one, I would love that. Ooh, we can do British pounds. We can do Ooh, the euro. British pound. But we don't know which one's a core. We won't know which side's the head or tails, though. <laughs> That's true. Maybe we better stick to American coinage for now until. All right. So I yeah, say head is the cave, we'll, we'll... tails is surrender. That sounds good to me. Okay. Here we go with the flip. Tails, surrender. Ooh. <laughs> we are surrendering. So I hope for the best. A song by Cheap Trick. Yeah, surrender. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. All so right. Page 12. Page 12. Okay. The dozen horsemen rain up next to you in a shower of sand. 
The men are dark and fierce looking with brilliant white teeth and deep set eyes. I feel once again, we're riding the line of being culturally yes. insensitive. Yes. Very close. <laughs> so I am only reading a book yes. written in 1979. <laughs> These are not our words. Yes. We're not responsible <laughs> for the opinions. language. I am not responsible for the text contained within, within this book. In a strange language, they command you to get on a horse. With Harry trotting proudly beside you, the riders turn back into the desert. For hours, there is only the sound of leather creaking and the hollow echo of hooves on barren rock and sand. They follow a path through a narrow canyon guarded by desert tribesmen who stand high above on rock ledges, holding rifles and watching the horizon. You have entered their desert stronghold. The valley opens out, and soon you see parched fields of wheat and large open ponds of water. Finally, you enter a white city surrounded by high mud walls. You are taken to a large house. As you enter, you see that it is a palace with an open courtyard in the center, green plants growing everywhere, that's code for marijuana, kids. Don't <laughs> smoke it. Don't, <laughs> it's uh, bad yeah, for you. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> the electric cabbage. Don't touch it. <laughs> Colorful birds singing from nearly every branch. Friendly servants come and bring you food and drink. But every door is guarded by one of the desert tribesmen. I feel like that's a bad word. Yeah. At last, a man enters, dressed in red robes with a silver-headed dagger on one side and a sword slung from the other. Greetings, honored guests, he says in a deep voice. I should have done a deep voice. Greeting, honored, honored guests. guests. Yes. <laughs> it is the fate of Allah that you have come to my kingdom. Perhaps it is fate, also fate, that you hold the key to my victory against hateful men who have invaded my desert kingdom. Will you join me in my fight against these evil people, or must I return you to the shore of the Mediterranean? The choice is yours, and I will do you no harm if you do not accept. Wow. If you, if you join the chieftain, turn to page 51. But if you feel that this sounds too risky, tell the desert chieftain that you wish to return to the North African coast and turn to page 52. Wow. Yeah. We're being we're a bunch of ragtag Midwestern kids. And now we're going to go fight a war. <laughs> we're nine. <laughs> we're nine. And we're trying to get recruited. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right. This well, is, we got a vote already. Baby Boomer 101. Yeah, exactly. Turn to page 51 we if we join. We got one for join. Two for join. Sorry. We got, we got two for join. And three, three for join at this guess, point. <laughs> we're nine, and we're going to join in a militia. You know, I got to be honest. Jill never never ceases to surprise me. I was like, she's like, we're going to war. Yeah, we're, we're doing war. <laughs> See, like Paul said, nine-year-old mercenaries. Why not? I know. I know. The 1980s or the 1970s, in this case, nine-year-old is equivalent to like today's like 37-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we always joke, you're you're hitting a midlife crisis by 13. Like, oh man, you could pick a smoking habit. You got crow's feet. <laughs> you're 13 <laughs> you're, years old. You're in a nursing home by 19. <laughs> yeah, you're, exactly. Your back you're, hurts. Yeah, you're 14. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. All right, 51. All right, Yep, Chieftain that's me. time. It's Chieftain time. We're going to war. <laughs> Nine-year-old nine is Kira. Okay, that's funny. Are it's you like, nine, Kira? Like last week, I was reading a choose-your-own-adventure book. Today, I've seen the horrors of war. Yes. 
<laughs> ah, the chieftain smiles. It is Allah's wish. It is Allah as Allah wishes. He sweeps his hand and the guards leave. You are my guest. Follow me. You walk with him through the crowded streets. Men smile at you and women giggle from behind their veils, but all are friendly. At last, the chieftain points to a pond. You think that we water our crops from those ponds, but you are wrong. Those ponds contain salt water, which we pump from wells. The sun evaporates the water, leaving us great quantities of salt. Then we trade the salt for goods, which we need with the merchants who come by caravan. But now invaders have come to my kingdom and they are trying to take our only treasure, our salt. Will you take, will you take your balloon and act as our eyes, for you can see far distances from aloft, while my men can see only a few miles from the backs of their horses? However, if this is not your wish, you may depart in peace and may Allah be with you. It is a difficult choice. The flight may be dangerous, but you are committed to help these brave people. If you choose to help the chieftain inflate your balloon and get ready to act as an air force of the desert tribesmen, your mission is on page 70. But if you wish to continue on your journey, turn to page 71. So we're kind of making the same choice again. Do we help the I chieftain know. or do we try to go home? <laughs> you know, it seems innocent enough. And then when he's like, all right, good. So you're going to you're gonna fly around and help us see people? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. Here's some grenades to drop on them, you know, and kill them for us. And you're like, but I just wanted to help. I just yeah, uh, kill some bad guys. Yeah, I just just kill some bad guys right here. Oh, one vote for help. So, <laughs> nine year old Air Force pilot. Yes, exactly. Come on, kid, yeah, just get up there in that balloon. Get up there, kill some balloon. Balloon. What? Yeah. What? And I, I love, love, I love Jill help with the with the balloon. Yes, with the little balloon, the emoji. balloon emoji. Oh man. And and then Kira's like, haha, the nine year old is old. <laughs> yes. That's yeah, a good exactly. that, that's a good hashtag too. Oh, hashtag the nine year old is old. The nine year old is old. All right, so we're gonna help. That's page seventy. We're helping Eddie. page seventy. Willing hands help you inflate your silk balloon. Men, women, and children gather around the basket, holding it from rising as you and your friends make final preparations. The chieftain steps up to hug you before you leave. Take care, my friends. See what you can see. Drift on the afternoon wind toward the interior of the desert. He makes it sound pleasant. Yeah. Um, there, you will see many men and machines. We must know if they are advancing on our stronghold. But how can we warn you, Peter asks. The chieftain smiles and hands you a large mirror. With this, he replies, flash it so that the sun it catches will shine on my army of men. Two flashes and all is well. Three flashes will mean that the enemy advances towards us. We will be waiting for them. And with that, he signals for the balloon to be released. Soon the desert stronghold is a tiny speck in the distance. You drift over low mountains and across trackless sand. And in the late afternoon, you see a strange sight. Another balloon, exactly like your own. It must be from the enemy camp. An enemy balloon? Ooh, enemy balloons? What? Should you, should you drift closer and try to talk them into making peace? Or should you get close enough to attack them? 
perhaps to use your mirror to blind them. Oh, man. Or set their balloon on fire. <laughs> yes. If you choose to make peace, drift closer to page 108. But Peter tells you excitedly that mirrors, that warriors of ancient Greece used their shields as mirrors and burned attacking ships with the concentrated rays of sunlight. If you attack, turn your mirror to the sun and focus the rays on page 72. So basically, peace, 108, war, 72. <laughs> 72. Oh, man, they're going to do exactly what you thought, Eddie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, ooh, yeah. Yes! Oh, Two Paul, Pearl Jam CDs. Paul says, set it on fire. Paul waited no zero seconds. The, <laughs> Without the, any the, the minute he realized that we could, he was like, yes, yes, please. set them." <laughs> We're going to burn that thing. <laughs> it's pretty cool, this, Paul, by the way, that you're listening with your daughter. That's pretty cool. That's pretty fun. That's kind of the whole the whole uh, concept of this podcast was to kind of create this as like a fun little family, like gather around the the uh, the fireplace, tell a story kind of time. Yeah, share your share these old books with your kids so that they can like this is this is what I used to read when I was a kid, and just how hilarious they read after about thirty years, forty years now. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, it is. All right. Well, let's go burn some balloons, I guess. Page 72. All right. 72. You're up, my, my man. The sun is low in the west. Carefully use the mirror so that the sun's light falls on the other balloon. Almost immediately, the other balloon shines a great white light on you and your friends. You feel the scorching rays of heat, and in seconds, your balloon is on fire and falling. Down, down you go. The desert floor rushes up to meet you. The end. Wow. <laughs> they didn't waste is. any time. Turns out they had the same idea, gosh darn it. Yeah. How'd they do that? No. Uh, <laughs> no. You got burned out of the air by a mirror. I like how this Our one. nine-year-olds. This one had, theirs has a anchor on their balloon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, we'll drop anchor if we need. Um. What I love about this is like your nine-year-old self now learns what escalation means <laughs> yes. when it comes to war. Yeah. <laughs> they get guns, you get bulletproof vests. <laughs> you got a bigger mirror than me. There, yeah, Paul said that. See, your mirror is bigger than bigger mine. Bigger than mine. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty yeah. much it. To quote Spaceballs. Wow. How did we end I up back Spaceballs again? <laughs> See, we started with Spaceballs and we ended with Spaceballs. Space balls. Oh, man perfect thank you for listening to the space balls podcast i'm no wait <laughs> exactly oh man Hail general screwed yes all right well that was fun eddie well next time wicked so two weeks we're gonna go back in the balloon again because when you're kids you're gonna read this at least a dozen times but we'll go through it twice and i like this oh, one yeah. this is very fast paced there's Great a lot one. of decisions here fast paced and a lot of choices to make yes and you're nine. There's no nobody bats an eye that you're going into balloon and going to the Sahara. Hey, it's a, so many choices and so many nine year olds. Yes, <laughs> so many nine year olds. Just, so many nine year olds to sacrifice in the war. Send me another one. Oh yeah. man, I love it. Well, go to youchoosepodcast.com. All the different ways you can get in touch with us. All the old episodes. All you can find out about Todd and all sorts of fun things. Tell your friends. <laughs> Tell your kids. Tell your friends. Share the, share this podcast. It's a fun time. We hope you have a good time with us. 
Uh, check us out on all your podcast listening device uh, apps and devices and all that fun jazz. We're there waiting for you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Thanks, Kira. Thanks, everybody else in the chat. Thanks, Jill. All right. Until next time, you choose the adventure. We'll see ya. Bye, Good night, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening. It means a lot that you took the time to hear what we have to say. Please go to youchoosepodcast.com for all the different ways you can connect with us and how you can be part of the live event. And until next time, you choose the adventure.